Guys, another episode of the Rock and Wood Podcast. My name is Andrew Rockenhouse, and my name is Hayden Woodhall, and this is Week Six, Episode Five, Episode Seventy Four. Yeah, we're, we're that far along. Um, last week we actually took a week off due to technical difficulties, and this week we just about did. Yeah, we are at our wits' end with this um, free uh, audio recording software. It's actually giving us hard cancer. Hard cancer, as we talked about, and I think Episode One or Two. Episode One. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we took the week off because our uh, audio file became corrupted and there was no way of reco- like recovering it. So we ended up scrapping it, taking a week, o- week off, let everyone resting, came back, recorded on Sunday as our norm, and then uh, Hayden gets the file on Sunday night and then the file is corrupted just the same way. So we've completely started from scratch on the program and we are hoping, crossing our fingers, that you are actually listening to this on Monday. and uh, Or Tuesday morning. I mean, it'll, it'll be up. By the end of today, Monday it, the 25th. It but definitely should be. I don't want to quote the date because I don't want to be wrong because I'm not looking at it. But with that being said, we're getting into today's episode. Uh, today's topics are going to be uh, cults. We have uh, researched a couple of cool, not, I wouldn't say cool, but crazy cults that you may or may not have Our heard Our favorite of. cults. Our favorite cults. Not that we're part of them, but uh, ones throughout history that are definitely uh, uh, apart from the norm of society. And then we're going to get into the NFL protests, kind of just take our... Um, a wide range view of what's been happening from Trump's tweets to the uh, the original Kaepernick kneel and to today's mass kneeling and uh, protest against it. So if you'll just stick around for all of that, we should have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and to start the intro, I guess you could say we um, have a great um, sponsor, but also a partner. I would say more partner with uh, New Media. Uh, New Media is a radio outlet that uh, UFIS has now reorganized and revamped. UFIS. UFIS. They have... Uh, Made this radio program a little bit more uh, friendly to the um, younger generation, and this it should be starting this week. I believe that this episode is the first one that will be aired on uh, New Media, and so if you're listening to us through New Media, hi. Uh, Hello, my name is Hayden. That's right. My, like we said, our names. Uh, yeah, it's nice to meet you guys, and please don't leave us. We need viewers. Yeah, um, we're trying to make a living off of this so we can just drop out of college. Yeah, we're just using UFIS as a pedestal, I promise. Yeah. We're going to college to use the college for our podcast. Exactly. That's the only reason I came. I I chose the hardest major just to use this as a podcast platform. Um, but with that being said, if you're uh, new to our podcast, uh, we have a Twitter account that is at Rock and Wood Pod. Uh, it has both of our personal Twitters on there as well, uh, as, lo- as well with... Um, weekly shout outs uh, kind of updates and things like yeah, that yeah. all the necessary um, items and information um, but with the uh, past uh, podcast that was released the uh, serial killer podcast which was a great uh, episode um, we actually uh, you know shouted out to the uh, audience and said like hey let's get a um, a, a guest on the show and um, out of the million responses yeah, that we million. got um, we chose one lucky winner um, so next week starting out does he know anything about this? That he's on? Yeah. Yeah, he knows. Oh, okay. Uh, next week will be Dylan Jones. And so there'll be some hot goofs and gaffs. If you don't know Dylan Jones, you're a lucky person. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. You'll want to go to the days before you've ever heard him. No, he's a cool guy. It'll be it'll be a nice, fun podcast next week. Um, we're going to actually do something with him that we're gonna, we want to start doing with more guests. Yeah. And oh my gosh, 
It's going to be so funny. Ju- just to give everyone kind of a slight hint, I was doing it by myself last night, and people were listening here at the BCM outside of the door, and it, they, they were laughing at me. Uh, it is funny to listen to. Um, but it's also hype. Yeah, it, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, so there'll be if you tune in next week, it'll be a great episode, regardless of if you know Dylan or like him or whatever. So, uh, And I think our last update of the week is this actual time. I, I know I, s- I promised it a while ago. Uh, I'm gonna. Re- I'm kind of in charge of the social media, and so I'm gonna actually tweet out this week a tweet uh, regarding the Goodwill sweater. So if you want yeah. the chance to win a Goodwill sweater from me and Hayden, uh, I will tweet it out. And if you retweet it and like it, we'll pick one person to give that to. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. And so with that, we'll get into our weekly update of our lives. Oh no, wait, wait! I got engaged last week. Well, that's part of that. Give me a shout out. Hey, tell me, tell me how cute I am. You are so beautiful. Thanks, baby. <laughs> but no, I got engaged last week um, to my wonderful now fiance, which is my most favorite thing to call Carly now. Um, Carly. Uh, did I already say her name? Yeah. My fiance, Carly. Um, it was glorious. I took her out to a five-star dinner. Um, the bill was $600. Jeez. I took. I bought her a Ferris wheel, <laughs> got to the top, um, RKO'd her off the top to the bottom, and then when she stood up, I was on one knee. And boy, I put that ring on her finger, and now she's my fiance. To the three viewers that aren't uh, probably familiar with it, what an RKO is, that is a wrestling move, a very dangerous wrestling move. I'm really good at it. (laughs) What'd you learn? RKO man. Oh, Randy Orton? Yeah. Okay. That's his name. Did you not know it? No, I I never watched WWE. I didn't either. I just know from all the Twitter hype that it was Randy Orton. Oh, I've never been on Twitter before. Oh, okay. Okay, and with that, uh, for that was obviously a great um, event that happened in uh, Hayden's life. But yeah, for it was me, pretty cool. That happened last week. For me, this next week, I actually have a uh, little time slot on Saturday in El Dorado, Arkansas, to go see the Migos concert. Migos. And it's Migos. actually funny. No one really knows who Migos are. They do, but they don't. It's really weird. I um, didn't know it was three people. Yeah, most people. Th- there's a lot of confusion. I honestly meet. Less people that know everything, not everything about them, but like, oh yeah, it's a it's a trio. Yeah, they sang these songs. Then people like have no idea who they are. No, I so thought it was just like one guy. He was Migos, and then he always just had like hype men with him. You know, that's what they kind of are. But Migos is a rap group from Atlanta. Uh, they've gotten really popular in the last year. They came out with songs like Bad and Bougie. Uh, that is by far their most popular ones. Bougie, Bougie. That actually, they I had never heard that term before. They um, kind of idolized it. But I uh, heard it before that on um, Russ's song, What They Want. Mm-hmm. Um, he says something about bougie. And I remember me and Carly were driving to San Antonio, and we listened to that, and we had to look it up, bougie. It's short for like a French word like bourgeois, something like that. Are you looking it up? I'm not going to put my word on it. When did, when did that song come out, What They Want? Oh, it was like, was it? Was it 2015? I feel like it was. Okay. If it was 2015, then I'm 100% wrong. Uh, Bad and Bougie was released uh, in November of last year, so that's 2016. So that would be correct. Um, I had just, I guess I'm not socially aware like wow, you Wow, dude. You I just, know. you're not, you don't even like music, man. But this this gigantic rap group that's like selling out in like LA and New York and Chicago. They're coming to freaking Arkansas. And El Dorado, Arkansas. That's that. the biggest city in Arkansas. But me and a bunch of my colleagues and former high school uh, friends are going to go down there. And we're gonna have a really good time. Uh, hopefully, we don't get you know stabbed or killed down there because we are gonna, in the pit. You guys gonna boof? 
Yeah, we, yeah, we're in the no, we're in the pit. Uh, some of my other friends didn't actually get the tickets on time, which is a funny Rip. story. So they're actually like in the seats. No, no, no. Tell me the story. Uh, that's for a different day. No, come it, on. It will take a while. <laughs> uh, one person just decided that they were gonna kind of play the odds and uh, wait as long as they could to buy the tickets instead of securing it with like a ten dollar extra purchase. And so they play those odds and they don't get to sit in the front. I'm in the pit, so. I, the the pit in music festivals just scares me. I feel like I'm oh, it's super scary, especially at that Travis Con- mm. Travis Scott concert. People went breaking to. arms and yeah, mm. all my friends went to that and they just said it was super scary. When he's like, "Hey, let's entice this riot." It was insane. I was there. Me and Carly, we were sitting on the lawn, and we really only went there to watch Khalid. Mm. Um, he opened. Yeah, and so then. When Travis Scott came out, we were just we were just kind of sitting on the lawn. It was weird. We were both just sitting there with our hands on our laps, you know, just sitting in the lawn, mm-hmm. just watching. And then when it started, I remember I was just I was just like looking around, like, oh my gosh, someone's <laughs> gonna die. It's I've seen videos and it's pretty crazy. I saw people like jumping over people and like freaking punching each other in the face. It was nuts. Yeah. And with that being said, I think we're gonna get into the topic. Uh, so Colts. I didn't give you my. What about my weekly update? Oh, yeah. I'm so rude. Go ahead, Hayden. Jeez, Andrew. This is our third time recording this one. I kind of forget sometimes. Rip. This is about to be the Wood Podcast, not the Rockin' Wood yeah, Podcast. I'm just gonna, you can drop me, please. Okay. Um. So, my week, I actually had an interview at Geek Squad last Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. And um, a little back, back story. I'm going to do a a small story. I hope this doesn't make you mad. I'm so mad right now. Okay. Um, so my fiance's dad's name is Steve Reed and I've known Steve for like five, almost six years. We're good friends. Um, about to be father and son-in-law. So sweet. It makes my heart melt. But, um, whenever I went to this interview, the guy who interviewed me, his name was Steve Reed as well. And when he introduced himself, I just kind of paused for a second and I'm like, wait, my fiance's dad's name is Steve Reed. And apparently these two Steve Reeds went to high school together. They know each other really well. They're good friends. So, oh, my phone just buzzed. Um, so unprofessional. I'm so sorry. I should have put it on silent. Um, but interview went great. Um, I'm proud of you. I actually got called about two hours ago. Oh, maybe an hour ago for a second interview this Wednesday. So keep me in your thoughts. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking to our audience, Andrew. Okay. Well, my thoughts are nursing school and Migos concert. That's it. Uh, is there anything else going on? I don't think there is. N- nothing important, at least. Yeah. I have a test today. I'm so scared. And tomorrow. Wow. Kim Principles, man. Oh, man. That w- that's a rough one. Protons, neutrons, and electrons, baby. You got to balance out those chemical equations. I'm just trying not to be salty. To who? I just I wish I was in easy classes again. Well, I took my hard classes, not hard classes, but I took harder classes my no, freshman no. year than I did this year. No, I, that's props to you. It's hard. Okay, and now that Hayden has his um, now the, the way. that was on my chest. I was I was I know you were sweating over there. It was um, getting me. Yeah, Colts. Colts. How do you, wait? Is it? Do you spell it C U L T S? I was or actually just about to O C C. Wait, what? Uh, have you not seen it spelled with with an O? Say, spell it one more time. O c c u l t s. That's a cult. That's like a like that means blood. Nuh-uh. Wait, O o c u l t. No, no, no. O c c. O c. 
O C C U L T. Just like that. Look it up. That means blood. No, no. Did you put two O's? Yes. A cult, like when you do an occult blood sample. No, no, sample? no. Not, not two O's. One O. Oh. No, yeah. Same thing. Look. Oh, never mind. No. You're right. You're right. But what's the correct spelling? Because I see it both ways. And oh, O C C U L T. Yes, I said that like four times. Man, I got bad ears, man. Man, you're bad. I'm bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Can you laugh I, like that one more time? <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, I spell it C U L T. O C C U L T. And it is defined as a system of religious very. Oh my gosh. I, it's the same definition. Why is it? Oh, oh well. No, I think I think with it, when it's spelled with an O, it's a little bit different because it says supernatural, mystical, or magical beliefs. Okay, never mind. Maybe I just misread that. I think C U L T is more like religious. I'll try to get that answer by the end of the podcast. But cults, you've all heard of them, um, whether that be you know your high school clique that you have to. Uh, what was the one? Shave a mohawk into your head what to join the, the junior high football team. What was the high school clique in my grade? What were they called? The girls, the gold diggers. That's the one. No, no. What did what? What was the the five of them? Oh, it was the it was the square than the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, four girls and then an, an, uh, another one joined, and then the Pentagon formed, and then they all started hating each other because I don't know why. They all live really close to each other now. Yeah, uh, all different lives. Lol. Anyway, um, they still love each so other. So cults uh, are, you know, you can take the word not very seriously, and then you can kind of get into a uh, more what an actual cult is, and the more I'm not necessarily respected, but the more um, uh, disciplined cults. Um, cults are generally, and this is a general uh, reference, they um they are n- normally balanced around a religion or a certain you know universal viewpoint. And uh, some cults aren't. You can have like a biking cult and things like that. Um, but the ones we're going to get in today, I do believe both have um, uh, religious preferences to them. And so uh, Hayden's going to go w- along with his first one. And so Hayden? Yeah. Um, so this one, researching cults is a lot harder than you think. Well, oh, yeah. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Because there's so many biased opinions and there's so many like... Like, if, if you just go to, like, the webpage of one, like, it doesn't tell you their beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's silly. So, I went on to rollingstone.com to get the inside scoop of the... What are these people called? What are these people called? Heaven's Gate. The Heaven's Gate cult. And it's quick on it. Thanks. I studied it really... I've been studying this cult for the past four years. I, I can tell. It's really showing through. I'm, I'm majoring in Heaven's Gate right now. <laughs> um... But basically, so it was started by um, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Those are two good names. And they, no, 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 they renamed themselves as Bo and Peep. Oh. Yeah. And so they quit their jobs and took a six-month-long road trip across the U.S. Mm -hmm. And it was a real psychedelic trip. um, And through all that, they kind of found this higher power, so to say. So they got this big group together, and they have they have the attire like the College Essentials attire. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a track shoot track track suit, a jumpsuit, track suit. I'm not gonna get into the, the technicals, but I think it's a jumpsuit. Was it? Continue track suit. We'll say track suit. So it's a track suit, and then they wore matching Nike shoes. 
And they're pretty fly Nikes. I'm not going to lie. I'd love to have some. I was so wrong. Just letting you know. I was so wrong. I Every know. girl listening to this is going to be like, this kid's an idiot. You're a monkey. LOL. Um, but then what they did, in, in, in a very short terms, what they did was they went on this, like, cleanse. All these people who were part of the cult, which it turned out to be, like, 40 of them. Mm-hmm. They did this cleanse where they would drink nothing but... Oh, I have it. I have it right here. They would... They wouldn't eat. They would only drink a mix of lemonade, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup. Now, that sounds like a delicious dinner. They did the Advocare 24-Day Challenge <laughs> <laughs> from their nearest supplier. Um, so, no, they did this, and um, they also believed that they had to have a completely clear mind, um, no social. They couldn't be social. They couldn't have sexual thoughts, that kind of thing. And what they did was they went out to the the desert. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they all do. They go out to the desert, um, and they eat this applesauce that is like um, roofied with some laced, laced. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's laced with something that'll kind of knock them out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they'll put plastic bags over their head put a big purple silk sheet over them and they'll just die. And to them, that is them, them killing themselves. Isn't like a big deal. It's them going from their bodily form to heaven's gate, this whole UFO alien can of worms that they found that they find salvation in. What? It's, I'm I'm intrigued and I think I'm gonna join. But they uh, still have a website. <laughs> I you, think you're a bit late on that. If you go to heavensgate.com, um there are supposedly two members left in the Heaven's Gate um that were appointed to run this website. And you can get all of their videotapes for free. They'll send them to you for free. How I'm on heavensgate.com to order a hard copy of our book. The following materials available through the teleservices. Videotape number one. Last chance to evacuate Earth before it's recycled. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a good one. That's reduce, reduce, I was, recycle. Yeah, that's my when the Jonas Brothers were singing that in Disney Channel. Like I love the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that's. I was really scared that our Earth was going to be recycled and not reused. Um, but this whole thing kind of started in like the early 1990s. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you can see from the website, if you go there, it looks very 1990s. Oh yeah. And this is like um. MSN Messenger for a teenager meets like Microsoft. Uh, not Microsoft. Uh, At the top uh, of it, there's a there's MySpace. a rolling GIF that says Red Alert. Red Alert. Can you save that? Can we post it everywhere? <laughs> the Red Alert GIF. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I can, but I can try. Anyway, yeah. This this is definitely like the in bet- This is like before Google existed. And you had to just know the yeah the browser. This is like old stuff. They but really that was like the turn of the century where this was like communication. You know. This is how they spread. Jeez. And you can, like, it has the transcripts from the oh, video. Yeah, baby. Oh, my jeez. This is a book. Oh, um, what am I trying to say? One of the, the Nike sneakers they wore, though, mm-hmm. after they all killed themselves, Nike discontinued them. <laughs> and The Space Jam 11s? Yeah, yeah. And um, I, think one, I think one pair of them sold for, like, six grand on eBay or something what like the, that. I would never want to wear that. You got the applesauce people? Heck people? yeah, man. We look at that up. Nike, applesauce, Oh, no, I got 11s. a pick of them. Oh, really? 
Nike Apple Sauce 11s. I wonder, I'm sure that's what they're called. It's like what all the senior citizens are wearing these days. No, they're actually like super cool. Look at those. Boy, those are good. Heck yeah, dude. Them fly. What the heck? <laughs> I think that's uh that's like a precursor of today's uh Nikes. Yeah. Um We're gonna put that picture on our Twitter for everyone. Hey, that's a good one. Um and with that being said, I think I'm gonna get into mine. So if you thought what was it, forty nine people or forty eight, something like that? It was like high 30s, low 40s, something like if that. If you thought that was a lot of people killing themselves, oh boy, I have the record. You d- All right, everyone. Uh, Andrew just dropped his mic on the ground. Um, so welcome to the Wood Podcast. Um, I will be taking the lead for the rest of this um, since Andrew is actually a chimpanzee. Please don't sue me. <laughs> I know your ears are broken. Please don't sue me. We'll put it all in the post-editing. I'll put a warning right there. That's good. Remind me to do that. I won't. Okay. Um, so I have the record for the, um, please don't touch your microphone anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have the record for the most amount of like deaths, um, uh, related to for a, a single, no, for a single U S event. Oh, dang. It's, uh, it was actually overtaken by September 11th and it's the, it's number two on the list. I'm not even kidding you. Dang boy. Okay. So, uh, just, but I mean, nine 11 was planned. It never really happened, right? Oh, don't get me started for more on that. Go to episode number one. Uh, so this one is called the People's Temple Cult. Uh, the People's Temple uh, was actually a l- shortened ver- a version of a church. The full name of that was the People's Temple of the Disciples of Christ. Um, that church was founded in Indianapolis, Indiana by a per- person named Jim Jones. Almost said pastor, but I'm like, that that's a little bit too liberal use of that. Jim so. Jones. Jim Jones. So um, basically Jim Jones in 1955 after... World War Two and kind of the spread of communism was just had the great idea of like you know what I'm gonna start a cult. No, I'm gonna start oh. communism. That's what he oh, said. Oh, okay. But how do you do that? He started a cult. Kind of. Um, it was actually not deemed a cult until afterwards. But um, in the start of all of like the the starting of the church and everything, uh, Jim Jones was quoted as saying, "I decided how can I demonstrate my Marxism." The thought was infiltrate the church. So I consciously made a decision to look into that prospect. Uh, this guy's like super formal with his. Yeah, with well, his he, he wrote a book here. about it uh, before he uh, passed away, as we'll find out. Um, so basically, he had this church in Indiana, and he's like, you know what, guys, you know, w- you know, the Holy Spirit's here, and he's just teaching like an actual gospel at first, but he's like, you know, his big emphasis was racial equality and communism. In his, like, I guess you could say his like doctrines or his sure. his Sunday preachings, uh. So, which is kind of a weird th- thinking about that. You're in a church and he's like, you know, communism's the way to go. You know, like, okay, let's just hold that for a think, second. Think <laughs> hold that for a second. Pause. Rewind. Yeah, exactly. But people ate it up, and that's uh, one uh, one of the main reasons his church was the majority of black. And so he, this church grows a lot in Indiana, and then. Uh, nuclear arms were kind of uh, at the rise at the time. So he's like, you know what? We need to move to California. So he gets his... So uh, he went from Indiana, right? That's where they started? Indiana to California in a place called Red Valley, California. Redwood, Cali. uh, Redwood Valley, California. Um, And so he takes, I think, about 300 people over there. And the vast majority of them were uh, black. Um, So he left a church of 11,000 people to go over here. And so he was like, you know what? If there's going to be a nuke, it's going to happen in Indiana. That's what he thought. 
So he takes his people, he goes to uh, California, and he sets up two main churches, one in San Francisco and one in Los Angeles. And he kind of goes back and forth, teaching this uh, this doctrine of you know racial equality, communism is the way to go. Um, he's uh, quoted as saying that um, uh, capitalism, the United States uh, economy, that it is the epitome of anti-Christianity systems. Oh, wow. So basically, capitalism, a free market, is the way that... Uh, Satan will get to you. I don't do it. Uh, I, to me, in 2017, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but uh, that, like the people in 1960, are eating that up. So his church explodes in California in the two slots. So he has to like get a charter bus and goes back and forth between them to kind of just keep up with um, the how much it was growing. So it went from 11,000 to an attendance of 30,000 between the two churches. Shoot. So it doubled. And California wasn't like massive at this time. It was kind of on the uprise, so he kind of got in there with it. And people thought his teachings were good. So his teachings kind of shift from, you know, mild Marxism, communism to extreme. He starts, like, quoting Karl Marx instead of oh, the Bible. He starts really... Um, and this is all, like, his master plan, right? Uh, kind of. And it, so it, it took years to do this. And so he basically says that, you know, like, he even said, like, Fidel Castro was um, an important figure in the uh, like upbringing of the world because he knew that communism was good. Oh, and all snap. So he points to like other political figures and people are like, you know what? Hey, this is right. This guy is correct. And so um, after like a lot of like media blew up about it, a uh, congressman uh, went down to uh, this Redwood uh, Valley and he's like, you know what? This is crazy. And he just, he didn't say anything about it at that time. Like he's like, this is absolutely insane. So he kind of stays quiet about it. And now that they have a, like a, registered audience no, registered members of a 3000 that's the when you have an attendance in church the registered members is obviously a little bit different yeah yeah they had a registered attendance of 3000 and it uh, at that point becomes a statewide political movement by the state of California so like this actually made real ground oh, wow. quick so once they get out of there they plant a new church in the great city of Compton oh the great city yeah. of Compton um, and then um, that actually just uh, sparks everything. So it, it becomes a little bit more hostile with it. So he starts doing these healings on people that are hurt from uh, Compton. He does uh, fundraisings for the homeless and the, the African-American community and things like that. So, so this he, is like a more, I mean, it's like half morally, good, uh, I don't even want to like, say morally. It's, it's good stuff, but it's like, it's not, you know. So uh, during one of his faith healings, he um, he plants a chicken liv uh, liver in a uh, African American's mouth, and then when he ripped it oh. out, he said it was like part of the the demon that was controlling them. And so the guy who uh, had it ripped out of it, like the participant, he was kind of like under the um, under the weather, kind of didn't know it was happening, as they said. And so the crowd obviously didn't know. So everyone's like, "Holy crap, this guy's for real!" So he's the next one. So he kind of goes from this, you know, nice little preacher in Indiana to the like this big political movement to now he's like God reincarnated now. Oh snap. So that I can't believe I've never heard of this. <laughs> this is where it gets this is this is like kind of like the upbringing. So the San Francisco temple really takes off and then it's like it's so much that he gets scared again that something's going to happen. So he's like, "You know what? Hey, nuclear warfare is going to happen again." So he takes his little people down to a uh South American um country i guess you could say it's kind of like a rundown country called guanya 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 and he starts a settlement um called jonestown 
Uh, his name was again Jim Jones. So it's like Jamestown, Jonestown, whatever. It's like his new colony. His new. So oh. this was supposed to be out to like the blast radius of like the nuclear warfare. So when he moved there in 1977, 20 years after all this started, there was only 50 residents. But three years later, there were over a thousand. So that's how big this blew up. Dang man! So that congressman I said earlier, his name was Leo Ryan. Um, he goes down there to visit them, kind of like a you know, hey, we're just gonna check out how things are going. How he you guys doing? No man. intent to do anything. He rolls down there, and Jim Jones is like, kill him. And so everyone just like pulls out guns. Whoa! And they're like, you know what? Like, like they were they no one ever shot per se. And then he's like, okay, like I'm not gonna do anything like that. So while all this is going around, Jim Jones is like freaking out, like something they're gonna get captured and stuff like that. So he goes like in this little hut and gets people to drink um, a medication. Um, to put it easily, uh, shuts down all of your organs. That'll do it. Uh, and so when he uh, when they did all of it, at a certain amount, it's like prepares you for surgery, mm-hmm. but um, uh, like sedates you. But with too much, uh, with a lot. How much he's putting in there? Kool Aid. It was Kool Aid actually. He put it in. Uh, that's where the term uh, "drink the Kool." What is the term? There's um. I wonder if the, I wonder if the Kool Aid tasted good. Anyway, so he puts this in Kool Aid, and it's like a way more than lethal amount. So these nine hundred and thirteen people chug this medication, and they're like, they're gonna die within minutes. And so you can go online and look. Oh yeah, by the way, as this is happening, uh, Jim Jones, the pastor, shoots Leo Ryan, the congressman. So he dies, and his bodyguards die. Somewhere, no one knows how, someone shoots Jim Jones, and then all of them die. Oh. So a total of like three hundred and twenty, like nine hundred and twenty people die, and uh, I, you obviously won't be able to see it uh, as a listener, but I'm going to show Hayden real quick how uh, the mass casualty. Uh, it intrigues me that he put Kool Aid in it and that he made enough for almost a thousand people. It's like piles of bodies. Yeah, all of them are dead. Oh snap! And because all of the people were American. Uh, it is the second largest American like mass casualty incident in the history. That's insane. What year was this? Uh, nineteen seventy-eight. Dang boy, I yeah. wasn't even alive. So uh, it is very shocking um, how you know how easily people can get tripped up into believe something, and it kind of makes you take a second back and say like, oh, you know, is this real? Is it not? Um, but it it is very um, as sad as it is to say. It is. Um, it's interesting that it went from him doing like good, like morally good things, to to some degree, you know, to him like making some hot Kool Aid for everyone, <laughs> you know. No, I understand. And what I was trying to get at before I mumbled for eight minutes, um, it's it's interesting to say like these people actually believed that with all of their lives, yeah. and you know you feel we feel so confident in what we believe in every day, but you know just kind of taking a step back. Although I don't believe any person listening to this podcast or us included, I don't believe we are, you know, following something like this. It just shows you how you know easily you can be convinced of something crazy. It's so know. weird, yeah. And so I remember reading about that in high school, and uh, I was always kind of intrigued by it. And so when he aren't we all in a cult in some way? Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it. Nursing cult. IT cult. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have any religious beliefs when regarding nursing. I believe uh, get out of there as quick as possible because I want to save my sanity. Hey, they have Kool-Aid at the end if you want it. <laughs> yeah, I would chug it as quick as I could to get out of there. Attaboy. Uh, just joking, Dr. Mosley. I love you. You're my favorite professor. Is that really your favorite professor? 
Dr. Mosley. Yeah, she's our dean. Um, dean Mosley. Dean Mosley. She is quite the intimidator. I'll say that. That's Cheers. so sweet. All right, and so uh, with that, I think that wraps up our cults. I'm kind of depressed now, but not really. Um, Would you ever join a cult? No. I said I said it confidently. No. What if they promised you candy? Kool Aid. No. What if Kool-Aid. they What if they promised you you get a new car when you join and five million dollars? Depends on what I have to do. You have to. Um, you have to live in Boonville, Arkansas, and you can never leave town, ever. Okay, I am not joining that cult, ever. By the way, the saying was, don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's what the saying was. I went blank. What What was that saying? Like the, what? That's That was a saying that was kind of like brought up after this mass suicide. I wonder if Kool-Aid sales went down after that. I'm sure they did. I'm going to get a big poster in my room that says, don't drink the Kool-Aid. I'm going to get a big poster on my door that says, I don't want to go to college anymore. That wasn't very funny. I don't know why I said that. Do you really not want to go to college anymore? No, I do. I, I want to get out, that's for sure. Drop out. I'll try. Bet you won't. So, talking about drop out or dropping your body position to a knee with a oh, horrible, horrible transition. There's the transition, baby. Right out there, easy. I'm a professional. Uh, hire me. Atta boy. Anyway, uh, so taking a knee... Uh, everyone, if you're anybody, has heard about the um, the Colin Kaepernick-esque, NFL-esque uh, protests mm. about the uh, flag in the past 48 hours with the yeah. uh, mass protests that went on yesterday and Donald Trump's and LeBron tweeting back at each other. Oh, my gosh. Hey, do you want to give us a little bit of your opinion about the last weekend? Yeah. Well, I mean, a little bit of a, of a history. Um, this started, what, mid-August? last year mm-hmm. when Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the national anthem and it's blown so far out of proportion. Um, my, my, in the grand scheme of all of it, um, what I think is that the problem is when people draw the, people draw the line saying like they're taking a knee, they're disrespecting the armed forces. Mm-hmm. When in my mind, I, I can't, I can't believe that there's any NFL player, any NBA player, any whatever sport. I I can't believe that they're disrespecting the armed forces. I don't think they are. Um, uh, I don't think they are either. The problem is, is people think they're doing that while also taking a stance against police brutality, mm-hmm. Ferguson, um, that whole fiasco. I think it's just one. Don't you think that? What? It's just they're taking one of the stances, not the other. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is, is people think they're taking both stances when really they're only taking one. I agree. You agree with that? Yeah. Um. I I think a lot of people get caught up in the thing. Like, I, I put it on my per, uh, my private Twitter. I have a public and a private, which is actually funny. you're so, I'm so freaking cool. I'm so famous, high, man. So high profile. I'm KD basically. You know what you should do on your personal? What? You should retweet porn. Yes, I'll do that actually. Okay. Shout out to my mom and your parents listening. Shout out to Ted Cruz, man. LOL. Thanks, that guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually such a funny thing. Um, no, but for real, uh, on my uh, private Twitter, I took a uh, picture that I saw on Facebook this morning in class, and I put it on my private Twitter, and all it said was, um, you don't see these athletes taking a kneel. You don't see these athletes kneeling during the anthem. And it was a line of white bull riders. Uh-huh. And, I and, say, I and say, kneeling I say was spelt wrong. Yeah, kneeling was spelt wrong, which I didn't even notice at first, but someone pointed that out to me. Um, I, I say white because 
a lot of the protesters are African American because they are protesting. Um, because they have a stance. Yeah. They have like a And so I'm not just saying like, oh, stance. white because they know what they're doing. No, I'm saying it because the black people are the majority of the reason for the outcry. Sure. Understandably. Um, but I will say that it made me laugh. And the comment on the Facebook post was, Nuff said. Nuff said. Nuff said. Did you see leaks. that uh, I think NASCAR released something last night that said, like, if you don't stand during the national anthem, you're fired. Yeah, well. Did you it, see that? Yeah, Trump tweeted about it as well. Um, it was it was a, it's kind of the same thing with uh, bull riding. You think of bull riding, you think of NASCAR, you think about dating your cousin. Think about you think putting about a dip in your lip. Exactly. You think about shotgun and Bud Lights. <laughs> but on a realistic note, um, a lot of the Bible Belt. I mean, Hayden talked about this last night. A lot of the Bible Belt, you know, has this big opinion of you know they're disrespecting the flag. Yeah. They'd have no reason to you know have a justified argument. And I'll agree. I've never personally seen with my own eyes like in this area, uh, police brutality on African-Americans. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I I just don't see that. And so a lot of people are like, well, I haven't seen it. It doesn't exist, so they're disrespecting it. Well, I, I think the case is different in places like Chicago, L.A., New York, oh, yeah. Compton. Bigger Brooklyn. bigger places. Yeah. Bigger places. And so a lot of people have this in the in the South where bull riding and NASCAR, NASCAR is, and is very uh, popular. I think that they are – they automatically just take that stance of, you know, we're for the flag, we're for Trump. Hey, uh, what was it? Uh, heritage, not hate. Heritage, not hate. Man. Do you remember when that... The truck rallies? Do you remember the truck rallies in Boonville? Oh, I remember them. There were days when, like, I'd try to drive to work, and I couldn't because there were, like, like a serious, like, line of trucks with, like, the rebel flag and, like, don't tread on me, like, dang, boy. I'll say this about that. They really moved my stance on that. Before then, I was like, you know what? No, this is racist. That's racist liking a rebel flag. But then they drove those trucks, those big jacked up trucks. Them they revved trucks. them real hard with their cousin in the middle seat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they really threw a big one in their lip and let her roar. And I was just like, you know what? This isn't racist anymore. Duh. My political stance has changed. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know what they're getting at. I know they're defending their opinion. but I remember when people, you know how like, um, you know, like the, the terrorist attacks in France, Italy, wherever in Europe. It's France. Um, and people on Facebook, they put the flag on mm-hmm. their thing. I remember when people would put the rebel flags on their <laughs> Facebook, like, eh, unfriend. No, the, speaking about that uh, and getting back to the point, I saw one this morning. It's an ama- You can put on your Facebook profile picture. It is a, an American flag at the bottom left of it, and it says, I stand. Uh, kind of like speaking to the fact, I stand for the anthem or whatever. I Dang. assume. Um, all I'll say is this. I can definitively say there is enough proof to say there is wide-scale police brutality and unfair bias towards African-Americans on some extent. I'm not going to say it's all the way, um, but I, I think people just quickly overlook that aspect yes. of it. I think it's important, and I don't want to glaze over the fact, and I don't want to say you know that doesn't happen, um, because it is, it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's not a big deal. Um, but when it when it comes to doing something so big on a platform so big, that's when things get blown out of proportion. Like insanely blown out of proportion. Oh yeah. Now if it was NHL kneeling 
during the Canada anthem, that'd be a different story. That'd just be I a different story. Uh, first of all, it wouldn't be. Uh, um, it would not uh, air on American TV because no one gives a rip about hockey in the United States, which is kind of sad. No, but I definitely understand. I think that I saw a tweet today. It was a meme, and it, it was a very funny meme, but it's so true at the same time. Um, it said it was a picture of Donald Trump and he was sleeping, and then next to it, <laughs> it said like uh, North, uh, like nuclear war, hurricane, like hurricane, like all these like, actual political you know events that really matter to Trump's presidency. And ha- has him sleep, and then it has him awake and like super angry, and then at the bottom, all it said was NFL players taking a knee. That's all it said, <laughs> and it's so true. He gets so fired up about this. Understandably, like I wouldn't want people disrespecting my nation while making millions of dollars sure. off my nation, but you can love something but respect it and want change at the same time. Yes, and I think that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, this I would say this is the first thing Trump is like outraged on. Like as as well, much as he has, he did call uh, Kim Jong Un uh, Rocket Man Rocket at Man. the UN Council last week. So, uh, so we're about to get nuked. Yeah, uh, before we were actually set up for this podcast, uh, I don't know. I think it was like New York Times, something like that. Uh, the North Korean um, foreign minister basically said that Trump, with the Rocket Man and all these comments he's been making, has declared war. So, so that's good. Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time they said we've declared war. Sure, so. but. This is going to be... Um, it's going to be a fun... I, I just want me to graduate and get my degree before we go to like war. That way, I don't have to go back and retake these classes. That's what I'm worried about. Why would you have to go back and retake these classes? I like, how the, I like how the biggest thing you're worried about is getting done with nursing. Yeah, I, dude, it is such a grind. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What's that one at? Yeah, that's it. Um, and I think with that, we're kind of uh, edging into that outro section. So if you're a very... Um, not yet. How do I word this? If you want to leave, go ahead because this is just gonna be kind of a. Now talking. is the point you can leave. You right are you are now. dismissed. We're gonna be talking for about another two minutes. But if you have you know um, to text your mom or you need to uh, drive somewhere, even though you probably might be listening to this driving. If I you need know. to change, if you need to change over to the Spotify mm-hmm. app, if you need to change over to the iTunes Music app, go ahead and do that now. Because um, it, it might take a, a second for it to start And if up. you do do that, make sure you delete the podcast app because we do don't it. want you to ever listen again. Um, but wow. to those people who... I'm joking. But to those people who are still listening, I kind of want to take... I, I Our podcasts have normally ranged from 35 to 42 minutes, somewhere in that area. And uh, at that point, I kind of just want to take an extra eight minutes and kind of like <laughs> talk. Like just actually just talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, not about a certain topic, just kind of, you know... Just take a little bit of extra time, you know, let people like, you know, this is where that podcast kind of ends. But for those who still want to stay, you can listen. Sure. Um, we really are. Um, one thing I want to update on is we really are working on doing video podcasts. Um, it is difficult. Yeah. Especially for two guys going to college and working part time. Like we're going to do a GoFundMe. Yeah, we're going to do GoFundMe. If we don't get to five million, sorry, guys, we just can't yeah. do it. But. Um, well, we'll do flexible uh, spending. That way we get just keep all the money no matter yeah. what. The problem is with videoing is, oh, gosh, I, I don't even know where to open this can of worms. I, I think with videoing, there's two main problems in my uh, my opinion. Number one's location. Right now yeah. we're recording in Hayden's room at the VCM. My tiny little room. It is very spaced. There's I mean, cramped. cords everywhere. There's clothes everywhere. There's... It's just, it's not pretty. And doing a video podcast, I do think would be one of the best ways to kind of uh, integrate uh, 
viewers outside of oh, Arkansas yeah. to it. Oh, heck yeah. Um, but with that problem is, uh, I don't think the financial aspect is that big of a problem. No, but no. Definitely space and location is one. I think the other one is uh, amount of time it's going to take to edit that. It, it yeah. Editing a video is a lot different than an audio track. Hayden basically manhandles the uh, um, editing and software side of this. Um, I'll say that as he does 99% of it, I don't really do anything. Um, and it only takes him about an hour if at max to edit something down. If yeah. that it's, and a lot of times on the podcast, what I'll do is, you know, if it, get, if the levels get too loud, I'll kind of tone it down a little bit in mm-hmm. some points, but pretty much what I do, if I edit, I'll add a song in the beginning, I'll add a song at the end, publish it. Like, yeah. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about the other day was, um, to McKenzie and JD, if you're listening to this, honestly, I would like if you guys started a podcast. That would like, make me happy. Yeah, like uh, I think JD and McKenzie are the same exact person. They are. Have Which you noticed that? They they are. I'm so glad they're engaged. Really, I've only met McKenzie like twice, but still. I'm actually upset that JD and McKenzie are getting married before me and Carly. I'm not. One week before me. I'm and Carly. getting married before both of you. Dang it! That's right. Surprise, Leighton. Not Leighton. Rip. Who? I don't know. Peggy. Yes. Let me get married to my mother. Um, but with that being said, uh, I, I, I think when me and Hayden first kind of came about the idea of a podcast, it was, uh, you know, let's do this and let's hopefully get 10 followers. And I, I haven't been, we haven't been as, uh, probably strict on the, uh, like watching our, uh, followers and things like that yeah. as, as we should, but we are steadily growing, um, for a, as well as you could, uh, in a situation like we are, but uh, podcasts are fun. Even if no, like even if you're only your friends listen to it, it's fun. It really is. And all of our friends don't listen to it, and it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like I know people don't like podcasts. I I'm sure people don't want to hear my opinion all the time. I didn't really start listening to podcasts until I think even like my freshman year. I'd drive 45 minutes to and from school every day. When and you that, get and that's really when I started listening to them was like long drives. Like it gets boring listening to oh, the yeah. same music playlist over and over yeah when i used to drive to hot springs all the time um i i legitimately could not do it anymore yeah and so uh podcasts are a great way to keep your mind flowing let you think it kind of depends on what kind of podcast you listen to uh but for those people that um are interested in doing a podcast not that we're experts in any way i would definitely be okay with giving you else a listen or i mean even if you need to borrow our equipment for a while i don't know about that so be it no forever Forever. They can borrow it forever. Just take it. That's right. We don't need it. But What the heck was that? I think it, uh, Lee always whistles. Okay. And somehow, I know this is at the back end, so there's no way you're going to hear this unless somehow this gets Unless your published. Spotify app is still freaking loading, no. man. What I'm saying is like somehow if this doesn't go up, but I, I don't know how to explain it. We might be doing a uh, a grill session. Yes, we will. Uh, one day where uh, people, well, I don't know about people, but... We will go outside and grill and do a podcast at the same time. I think it'll be a good, yeah. Is that the sound of steam or a grill? Or both? That's the sound of me going. Oh, that's way too descriptive for me. I'm about to cough, but I don't want to do it in the microphone. So. Do it. <coughs> um, is there anything else we need to talk about? I, I think this is it. We've had a good... Waste of five minutes. Perfect. Okay. All right, guys. Um, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for subscribing. Um, thanks so much for being you, man. Um, Thank you. Hopefully, this episode doesn't mess up. It shouldn't. But um, uh, 
a car just crashed into the side of the building. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll catch you guys next week. And thanks so much for listening. Dun, 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 dun. Bana with a banker.